This is the, the, youth, the down youth Down South, South podcast. South. The Youth Down South podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Well, welcome everyone to the very first Youth Down South podcast. Whoa, whoa. Woo-hoo. I don't even know what that sound is I just made, <laughs> but it was a sound of excitement for our very first inaugural seminal beginning start of yep. our Youth Down South podcast, Jesse. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. It's here finally are. here. I know. And wow, what a podcast we have to start off with this very first podcast. I think you got to interview with Major Tim, someone, oh, remind me what his name is. Lecrae? Lecrae. Lecrae. The Lecrae. The Lecrae. I know. Wow. I know. It was amazing. You know, he was yeah. just such an inspiring person. Uh, not only was he the tallest human that I had ever seen, uh, but uh, he also was just so personable. And he had so much to share about how you can use your gifts for the glory of God. And in his mm. case, that's music um, and public speaking. And he's so great at both things. And so it was just so cool to hear how he's used those things throughout his ministry. Um and uh, yeah, I loved it. I also loved how he talked about a little, he goes into his parenting a little mm. bit and how his music has affected that. And as a young parent myself, that mm-hmm. that really struck home with me. So um, yeah, it was awesome. And I, yeah. I'm just so excited to share it with everyone because I think it's, it's really going to encourage people. It was so great. I mean, like you said, the parenting insights, yeah. something we didn't even really expect right. to hear from him and yeah. uh, his insights about leadership and cultivating this next generation of music leaders, starting his own label, being a speaker now. It was just really cool, all the ground that you guys covered together. And I really enjoyed listening to, I mean, I'm a little tad jealous that you (laughs) met Lecrae. You're right about his height, like the picture that y'all took, it was sort of like, you know, here, and then all of a sudden, there's quite the jump there with Lecrae in the middle. Uh, I mean, a giant in more ways than one, right? but really, a uh, very cool podcast. I think this will be an exciting first episode for everyone to listen to, yep. which is uh, the first episode of a podcast geared towards young adults and towards youth leaders in the Salvation Army. We're going to be releasing an episode every week mm-hmm. up until Equip uh, next April. Yeah. Can I you probably should it? know when Equip. It's April. <laughs> it's right? April. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I'll, I'll let you know when to arrive. You, I'll let you know when to be there. <laughs> Can you send me a calendar invite? I, I'll okay. do it. I'll do it. Thank you. Yeah, I think this is a great start, and I'm just really excited to put this out finally me into the, the, the territory's inbox, or yes. however this all... I'm, I'm just kind of staring at my microphone now. This is my first time doing a podcast like cool? this, Jesse, awesome. and I'm not sure I am qualified, but here we go. We're going to do it We're one way or the it. other. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's take it away. Enjoy. Hey there, everyone. This is an exciting day for the Southeast Army's Youth Department here in the South as we launch our first ever podcast that's geared specifically for young adults. Jesse, are you ready? I'm pumped. Are you excited? I'm excited. Well, I got to tell you, I am thrilled because for this inaugural podcast, we have none other than world-renowned recording artist Lecrae. Oh, it's awesome. How so welcome, Lecrae. <laughs> welcome. Appreciate y'all having me. Well, we appreciate you being here. Yeah. Let's jump right into some questions. Are you For okay sure. with that? Absolutely. Well, in your memoir, it tells the incredible story of your childhood and your teenage years. Mm. 
but it also talks about the incredible work of God's grace in your life. Yeah. How has your story formed your ministry as a recording artist who happens also to be a Christian? Oh, man. Um, you know, for me, not growing up in a particularly Christian-influenced household, um, everything I experienced was new and fresh, and God really met me where I was at and really um, I, I got in contact or came into contact with people who came from a culture that I had similarly experienced and liked the same type of music, and yet they loved the Lord. And so for me, I realized that if I could encounter God in this unique way and be transformed, um, then you know I could use this same thing to help other people. And so I, I began to just use my music as a a platform to speak about all the wonderful things that God has done in and through my life. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And so over the years, how have how have you done that? How have you been able to use your music as an evangelism tool? How, how have you seen your music do that? Yeah, well, I think part one is, is um, it, for me, it's been very testimonial and just sharing a testimony of, you know, Christ transforming my life. Um, you know, I didn't become a Christian until I was a young adult. And... Um, and so I had to process a lot of different things. And and so in my music, I talk about that process. I talk about how I met the Lord, how I went from dark to light. Mm -hmm. And I think people connect with that story. Um, and they say, wow, if this can happen for this individual, then it can happen for me. And um, it just paints a different picture of the, the possibilities that Christ offers to, to people. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, what is special about music in sharing the gospel of Jesus? You know, because of course you can get up and give a beautiful testimony yeah. or you can speak, but what is it about music that yeah. really brings people to God and shares that gospel? I think I think there's something about the repetitive nature of music, right? If you're if your music, um, you know, it's it it connects with people in a unique way. Also, if there is a a, a clear message in there. Um, then that message is going to be repeated again and again and again. And so um, I think of a song I did years ago called Take Me As I Am, where I'm articulating that, you know, it's essentially it's grace through faith that I've, I've been saved and um, and that regardless of your past, you can approach Jesus and ask for um, salvation. And I think people would, would tell me that they would listen to that again and again and again, and it would get embedded in their hearts, embedded in their minds, and that would bring about change. Mm, I love that. Amen. As well known as you are as a musician, you're becoming equally well known as a speaker. Um, how are you using those two different platforms to disciple other believers? Yeah, um, you know, I was always taught that, um, you know, discipleship is is more caught than taught. You know, it's 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 your presence, it's being able to be consistent and convey truth through your life and your words, right? So people can catch that. Um, so if they can get a sense of your character and get a sense of who you are, um, then you're someone that they can see themselves following after as you follow the Lord. Um, and in speaking, I think I get a chance to unpack more truth. I, uh, a song, you got five minutes, three minutes maybe to get some stuff out. But in um, an opportunity to teach, you know, I, I get 30 minutes to an hour to really unpack some things, to really allow people to wrestle with the, the truth of God's Word. And I think them coming in contact with the Word gives them a chance to 
to learn, to meditate, and to grow and uh, to be transformed through that. Do you have a preference right now in this stage of life? Which one? Which one do you prefer, the music avenue or the speaking avenue? That's that's. You know what's funny is I think um, I think as far as like communicating weighty truths, I prefer to speak. Um, I love the creativity of music and and the option to, to create music, but when it's time to convey things that are weighty, time is 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 helpful. You know, it's I need more time to unpack some things and then to be able to hear what people are saying and be able to respond to them is helpful as well. Hmm. You know, I really loved reading your bio, and I really loved how in in your bio it talks about how you are moving from artist to architect. Mm -hmm. So I loved that, and I just wondered if maybe you could set, shed some light for us on what does that look like for you? What does that mean? Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm reminded of, um, you know, Paul telling Timothy that the, the things you've heard from me, these same things commit to faithful um, men, you know, um, or women, you know, believers. And I and I want to invest in faithful people. And, and being an architect means I'm, I'm creating pathways and projects for people to walk through in order to grow. Um, it's, it's a sense of leading them and showing them how things can be transformed, things can be different, whether that is in their finances, in their marriages, in their um, understanding of relationships, on and on and on. How can I architect different pathways and projects for them to say, okay, these are the breadcrumbs that I needed and in order to become who God has called me to be. And so that's been exciting for me, whether that's through starting a recording label, um, through weekly gatherings and meetings, uh, through creating, you know, projects that people can learn through. Um, I love those types of things. Wow. Yeah. It, it sounds like training up the next generation of leaders is really important to you. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Wow. Incredible. So as we get older, we go through different seasons in life. And sometimes our passions change. Sometimes the, the direction that the Lord takes us is, is a new path that we haven't been on before. Mm -hmm. I wonder, as we, we sit here today and talk to you, where you see God using you or how you see God using you in the next 10 years. Yeah, that's good. I think um, I, I, I've always felt like, you know, in your teens and your 20s, you're absorbing information. You're just learning. And, and in your 30s, you are, you're applying the information, right? In your 40s, you're seeing some of the things that you applied uh, come to fruition. <laughs> and and then, you know, 50s and 60s, of course, this is all this is all hearsay. I'm not 50 or 60, but um, you're continuing to, to share that wisdom and, and make sure that that future leaders are risen up and can, you know, uh, continue that legacy. And so I think it's legacy for me is, is very important, is uh, making sure that a legacy continues of faithful followers of the Lord um, who can continue to impart truth and, and, you know, change the world, not only through their words, but their actions. As you continue to expand your speaking ministry, do you see mm -hmm. music still playing a part 10 years, 20 years down the road? Maybe. I, I see creativity. Um, and, you know, I have a, a record label with nine artists, and I get to invest in those artists. And, and so if I'm not directly creating the music, I get to invest in individuals who are creating the music. Um, because there's going to have to, you know, 20 years from now, be a new generation of leaders who need to be invested in. And maybe I won't be directly creating that music for them, 
but I'll be influencing the people that they do listen to. So mm -hmm. I imagine I'll be doing more speaking, um, but still investing in people who are using their creativity to, to reach the world. Through the years, you, I mean, at least from the seat that I sit in, you've done a lot of collaboration. Do you see mm -hmm. more collaborations in the day, days ahead? Yeah, I love collaborating with people because it opens me up to their world, um, their listeners and the people that they influence. And so oftentimes it gives me a platform in their world to say some things and then to draw them back into mine. And, and if you come into my world, I'm firmly planted on the the solid rock of Christ. And so I want people to be able to say, oh, wow, I didn't, you know, from this one song, I may not have got the whole world, but now that I'm in in your world, I, I'm I'm seeing this bigger picture. And, I'm, and so hopefully collaborations bring that about. Mm. Collaboration leads the community, which is about the body of Christ. I love, I love that. I, I would just very curious as well, as a father of three mm. children, you know, you're evangelizing, you're discipling, but you're also lifting up these leaders of the future. You know, what mm. does that look like as an artist, but also as a dad? Yeah, I mean, you know, my first priority is, is, is in my home. Um, and so it's, it's extremely important for me to... Everything that I want to see implemented outside of my home, I have to implement it in my home. So the same, you know, messages of, of truth and hope and transformation and disciple making, discipleship have to be present in my home uh, mm. for them to exist outside of the home. You know, they say the light that shines the farthest shines the brightest at home. Mm. So I want my light shining bright um, in my house. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that too. There, there are some young men that I mentor on a weekly basis and these are ministers of the gospel, ordained ministers. And I said, if it's not if it's not happening at home, you can't expect it to happen with a congregation of people. Absolutely. So that's a beautiful, beautiful message. Well, I've got a thousand questions I want to ask, <laughs> but our podcasts are, are purposely short so that, that, that people will stay, stay in tune. Sure. Um, I want you to know that we are committed to praying for you, for your family, and for your mm -hmm. ongoing ministry. And I know beyond a shadow of, of a doubt that God will continue to use you for his kingdom work. I wonder if you have any last words you want to share with our audience today. Oh, man, I would just encourage anybody out there, um, you know, especially these these young adults who are processing what it is that God has called them to do, is to continue seeking him, to continue uh, seeking his face, continue um, living in community. You know, uh, we, we're not called to live on an island. We're called to, to be together. And... Um, and to wrestle well, you know, Paul said, I finished the race. And he didn't say that in a past tense, like, yeah, I finished the race last year. He meant I finished it on his dying day. And right. so continue going to your last breath on earth. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Well, Lecrae, thank you for your time today. I know that so many in our audience are inspired by your music. Mm. They're inspired by your speaking. They're inspired by your testimony. And I know that someone listening today is going to be touched. Someone is going to be given some hope just through this simple interview, through this conversation. But unfortunately, we're, we're out of time. So until next time, this is your Salvation Army Youth Department signing off. And I simply want to say God bless you, God keep you, and until next time, so long. Jesse, that was a phenomenal conversation. I, I mean... mean it was awesome. Wasn't it so cool to hear about his story? It was so cool. Yeah. And he just seemed so down to earth and so personable. Yeah. And I just think, wow, what an amazing first episode mm. of this brand new, inaugural, seminal, beginning 
all the other words for the very start of something <laughs> podcast for our Youth Down South podcast. That was really cool. Yeah. And we have many more to come. This yeah. is just the first. I hope that our listeners are just really encouraged to use their giftings uh, for the glory of God, because I just really feel like that for me was my takeaway. It was just, you know, what are the things that I'm doing in my life, my giftings that I can really leverage? and use for for God's glory. So I hope that our listeners are excited about that. And yeah, and I'm so excited about all the other guests that we have lined up. Oh, we have some awesome guests lined up and we're going to be doing a podcast every week up till Equip. Boy, we're going to be busy. We, yeah, do we even really think this through? I I mean, that's a lot of content. I don't know. I'm kind of nervous right now. Um, Actually, folks, we've got it all lined up (laughs) and... It's going to be coming into your podcast feed if you subscribe. So be sure you subscribe to this podcast. Don't just listen to it. Subscribe with whatever streaming service you use. I'm not sure if we're on every streaming service out there, but we're going to try. And so if you are listening to this on an app, subscribe to our podcast. And, and while they're at it, they yeah. should subscribe to our Instagram account, yes. Youth Down South, uh, yes. as well as our – check out our new website. It's pretty cool, uh, youthdownsouth.org. It is uh, where all the action is happening. Yeah. You can get a bite of everything that's going on in our department. So mm-hmm. I hope you'll check us out there. And um, also like and share this. You know, Share this with a friend. Yeah. Share it with your parents. Share it with – a coworker, maybe. Sure. Uh, we'd love to get this out there and for your enjoyment and the enjoyment of your friends and family. So uh, like, share, subscribe, all those good love things. It. And I think with that, that's the end of our first podcast. Awesome. Jessie. All right. Well, I got to get myself some coffee if I'm going to do some more of these episodes. So we better, I, yeah. better hit up Starbucks with me. <laughs> you coming with me? Uh, yeah, let's go. Okay. Let's go get some coffee. Thank right. you, guys. Take care. That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org.